Welcome back. You are listening to that one sports podcast. You already know who it is, but just in case you didn't know, it's your boy, Mitch Wilson. I got a great show for you today. We got breaking news in the NBA. We got NFL recap, and you know we're going to talk about Travis Kelsey and what was going on at Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday. But first, breaking news in the NBA. Superstar guard Damian Lillard is traded from the Portland Trailblazers to the Milwaukee Bucks. This is a three-team trade that involves the the Portland Trailblazers, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Phoenix Suns. But the most important part of this trade is that Damian Lillard is going to play alongside superstar Giannis. And that is going to be absolutely lethal. Now the Bucks get a guy who is a shot maker, who is a superstar, who can take the load off of Giannis, especially in the playoff run. And, and they still have a guy who I really like in Chris Milton, who is a key contributor to that team who averages around 20 points a game with Middleton, Giannis, and Dame Time. I think they have to be the favorites coming out of the East to go win the chip because Damian Damian Lillard is prime time. He is that dude. He's a shot maker. He's going to make the the Milwaukee Bucks absolutely lethal. So, I think it's a great trade for Milwaukee. You know, they get a guy who has been playing this league for a long time but still has it, and I cannot wait to see what the Bucks do this year. And it's only September. We still got we still got a couple months before they get going. I'm excited and will be rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks cuz that is just an awesome trade for them. So there's absolutely no reason why they can't go get another championship in Milwaukee. So, switching gears, we can go to the NFL, and we got to talk about it. The whole world's talking about it, and that is the Chiefs game. There was a special guest. It was none other than Taylor Swift. And, oh, my goodness, the internet would absolutely bonkers once they showed her at the game, in the suite, sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mom, having a good time. I'll tell you what, I think the most intriguing thing about the whole situation, she was like, for real, like cheering like normal fans. It's not very often you see a lot of celebrities, especially at her caliber, to be at a game and to be that hyped and that excited that the team that she wants to win is winning. She was high-fiving. She was chest-bumping. She was banging on the glass. It was definitely a sight to see. And guys, don't get me wrong. Taylor Swift is probably one of the most iconic superstars of this generation. But please, let's not get it twisted. From what I've heard from, you know, some people is that, you know, and these are obviously... Swifties, Taylor Swift fans who have no idea about the NFL and about football and about about Travis Kelsey, like, don't get it twisted. 
He is that dude. He is arguably one of the best tight ends ever in NFL history. So, so let's not act like she is putting him on the map. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There is a Taylor Swift effect because his jersey sales went up 400%. You know, his podcast, New Heights, Travis and Jason's podcast is now over a million subs. They were, I think like a couple weeks ago, they were around 850. And then I think on Sunday... Before the whole Taylor Swift thing broke, I think they were definitely over uh, nine nine hundred thousand. Now they're at a now they're at over a million subs. Don't get me wrong; like there is a Taylor Swift effect, but let's also not act like Travis Kelsey is a bum either. Okay, he's not like some third string guy sitting on a bench who's never going to get to play. He is that dude, and on arguably one of the best teams in the NFL. But I will say, I think it's a great thing. I think. Anytime the NFL can expand the brand and bring more people in to watch the NFL, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for the NFL because now you have a superstar like Taylor Swift who is bringing all of her fans in to the NFL, watching games, buying NFL gear, a.k.a. Travis Kelsey's jersey, buying Chiefs gear. So don't get it twisted. Taylor being at that game is good for the NFL because it brings more fans, more eyes to the game and you know Travis did not confirm nor deny whether they were dating or not I think it was absolutely smart because you know his private life should be his private life I will say however him in the past he's been pretty public with his private life but however Taylor is very private so I think he's doing the smart thing here and in respecting her privacy and his own to keep that on the down low until they feel comfortable announcing it whenever if it even happens because let's just be honest they could not be dating they could just be like kind of hanging out you know so you never know but taylor swift being at a game whether it be for the chiefs or whoever it's good for football because it brings in even more people to the game of football but again don't get it twisted travis kelsey is that dude man i tell you what man people were going nuts about this taylor swift in the Sweet with Travis Kelsey's mom. I do think the the funny thing about the whole situation is that, you know, Travis gets some catches, Travis scores a touchdown, and Taylor Swift's going nuts. And like you can tell his mom is right there. She's like, Oh man, I've been I've been doing a hundred of these things. I this is just normal. This is just what he does. And so I thought that was kind of cool. She was happy and clapping, but you could tell she was like, Yeah, this is I'm used to seeing this because this is just what my son does. So that was awesome. So, all right, man, let's continue to get into the NFL Week 3 recap. And we're going to go through this kind of quick. And here we go. So, 49ers get the get the win over the Giants 30-12. That game was just absolutely dominated by, by the 49ers. Nothing much else to say about that. Lions get back on track and get a win against the Falcons at home 20-6. The Chargers... Figured out a way not to charge her. And they get the win over the Vikings on the road, 28-24. And I will say this. Kirk Cousins is, I know the record's not that great, but fantasy-wise, Kirk Cousins is balling out. Uh, It was good to see Justin Herbert finally get back on track for himself. He goes for over 400 yards and and, and and throws for three touchdowns. Keenan Allen absolutely went went off. 
in this game as well. 18 catches for 215 yards. Moving on, dude. I'll tell you what. Man, I think we might have to start putting some respect on Jordan Love's name. Jordan Love leads the Packers from a come-from-behind win, 18-17 at Lambeau Field. It was absolutely fantastic to see that. I mean, that's just a build, another building block for him. And the Packers, man, I tell you what, they've been so lucky to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Now they're sitting at 2-1, and one, and, and they're probably thinking, man, Jordan Love's not so bad. So Packer fans, be happy with what you have because it could be a whole lot worse. Next game on the docket, man, Houston Texans womp on the Jacksonville Jaguars. What is going on with Jacksonville? Like, Trevor Lawrence needs to get it together. The defense needs to get it together. Like, this is the complete opposite of what, as of to this point, what this is what we thought Jacksonville was not going to be. So you go and play a game at home and you lose to a team that hasn't won the game. On the other side of the ball, if you're a Texans fan, this is great. Again, for the second week in a row, C.J. Stroud goes out there, throws for almost 300 yards, throws two touchdowns, but the most important thing does not give the football away. That's something I touched on in my last podcast is that a young quarterback not turning the ball over continues that continues to get better. There will be nothing but good things from that. So go ahead with your bad self, CJ Stroud, Houston Texans, get the dub over the Jaguars 37-17. And boy, let me tell you what. The Miami Dolphins decided to have a track meet on Sunday. And it was, man, how many times can we go up and down the field until the game's over? The Dolphins go and score a unbelievable 70 points. That is absolutely insane. They score 70, hold the Broncos to 20, they get the dub. That game was just absolutely insane. There were guys who I had never even heard of scoring three and four touchdowns. It was just insane. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, also, you have to think with the Dolphins being 3-0 and what they've done so far this year, you know, possibly you're looking right now, I know it's super early, but through three weeks, you're looking at possibly Tua as the MVP. Gosh dang, Tyreek Hill, keep doing your thing. Tyreek goes off in this game for nine catches, 150, 157 yards in a touch, and Miami's running back, Devon Acne, I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. He goes off 18 carries, 203 yards, and two touchdowns. And he also had two receiving touchdowns. So that was insane. They just absolutely whomped the Broncos. I think it was personal because apparently, from my understanding, the head coach of the Dolphins was on the Denver Broncos coaching staff. And they did not allow him to interview for the job. When uh, they hired, uh, I think it was the coach before Sean Payton, they didn't even allow him to interview for the job, even though he was on the staff. So I think this game was personal for him, and he, by golly, he let him know how he felt, and he put up a 70 a seventy spot on him. Absolutely insane. We got Titans and Browns. Browns at home get the win over the Titans, 27-3. This game was, obviously, you can tell by the score, was just dominated by the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson goes for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. Amari Cooper stands out in this game as well with seven catches, 100, 116 yards and a touchdown. Just And I tell you what, man, that, that division with Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, 
in Cincinnati, that is going to be one tough division. It's going to be interesting to see who comes out, out of that division at the end of this year. Buffalo absolutely owns the Commanders. They get the win 37-3. Uh, this game was never close, and the Bills just absolutely dominated the Commanders. Commanders still 2-1, and one, so hopefully they can get back on track next week. So I tell you what, the next game on the docket, the Colts get the dub over the Ravens, and the Ravens were at home. I tell you what, don't be sleeping on my boy Gardner Minshew. He got the job done. You know, it's as a Baltimore Ravens fan, you are super disappointed because you I mean you have Lamar Jackson, who is you know, in your opinion, not my opinion, an elite level quarterback, and he cannot beat a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew at home. That that's definitely got to be concerning, and probably maybe more concerning is Lamar Jackson. Had 202 yards passing, and he also had 101 yards rushing. So, I mean, hopefully they can get some more running backs healthy. I know Lamar is elite at running the ball, but, man, you just do not want him taking a bunch of those hits. Again, Colts get the get the W over the Ravens, 22-19. Patriots and Jets was, in my opinion, boring. Patriots get the win, 15-10. Man, I tell you what, I feel absolutely horrible for the New York Jets. They have everything in place that they need to make a deep run at it except for a quarterback. You know, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt this year was probably one of the worst things that could have happened to them this year, and it's just super unfortunate. Next game, Seahawks get the win over the Panthers at home, 37-27. That's that's a high-scoring affair. Seahawks, I really love their uh, receiving core, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Ijigba. So I think they're going to continue to roll. Geno Smith keeps on being that guy for them. It's it's great to see his uh, essential rebirth in Seattle. A game we alluded to earlier, we kind of talked about the, the entertainment value, but the Chiefs get the dub over the Bears 41-10 with T. Swift in the suite. And I tell you what, this game was absolutely dominated by the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I believe, scored. Uh, they had thirty. I believe they had they had thirty-eight at half. Something just ridiculous. I'm sorry, that had thirty-four at half. Had thirty-four at half. You know, Patrick. You know, not nothing too special. Just a normal day at the office. You know, two hundred seventy-two yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and obviously Travis Kelsey leads the way with seven catches. 69 yards and a touchdown. All I got to say is this on this next game. How about them Cowboys taking the L against the Arizona Cardinals 28-16? What happened to the 85-bear defense? What happened to all of that hype? And it was just so great for them to go in and not only to lose to a team, but you lose to a backup quarterback and Josh Dobbs. They go put up 28 points. That's pretty embarrassing if you're the Cowboys and expecting to make a deep run in the playoffs this year, but they go down 28-16 to the Arizona Cardinals. Next game, we got Steelers at Raiders. Steelers get the win, 23-18. This was a back-and-forth battle. It was a good game, but that boy, there goes that man. T.J. Watt is an absolute beast. He was a wrecker in this game and essentially was a difference in this game between the Steelers and the Raiders. Next game, Eagles and Buccaneers. Eagles get the win, 25-11. Um, the Eagles still don't look quite right, but you know, I'll tell you what, that's how good they are when they still don't look quite right. And, but they're still getting wins. They had a dominant win over the Buccaneers, 25, 11. 
and they just keep rolling. And probably the for me most disappointing game, Bengals come back and get the win over the Rams, nineteen to sixteen. I thought it was pretty interesting that Joe Burrow was quoted saying that he was more concerned about being zero and three than his leg injury. So the you know they somehow squeak that out against the Rams and avoid going 0-3, so good for them. Even though I didn't want them to win just because, you know, as a Chiefs fan, they always leave a bad taste in my mouth. So no no love for them right now. No, absolutely none. So that was the Week 3 recap in the NFL. I tell you what, you got the, the Dolphins throwing up 70, the Chiefs being nominated. I tell you what, right now it's looking like in the AFC, the the Chiefs and the Dolphins are kind of the top the top dogs in the, in the NFC. It's looking like so far it's the Niners and the Eagles. So I feel like three of those four teams were expected. I think Miami's just kind of coming out of nowhere. But it, it'll be really it'll be really cool to see what they continue to do this year with that offense. And 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 the and the crazy thing is is that they're playing well and they they don't even have one of their best defensive players back in Jalen Ramsey. I think he comes back mid-year. So they're just going to continue to get better. All right, guys. Yeah, I appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to us on Instagram and Facebook. Please follow us. Please tell your mama, your friend, your uncle, your dad, whoever it is, please let them know to give us a listen at that one sports podcast. We truly do appreciate those that listen. And guys, always remember, be kind. Because everyone you meet is fighting a battle that you have absolutely no no idea about. Until next time, fam. Peace.